welcome to the Canada Revenue Agency's Payroll Podcast. On today's show, we conclude our series on taxable benefits by taking an in-depth look at the CRA's gifts and awards policy. Before we can delve into the nuances of the policy, there are a number of concepts we need to clearly define. I asked our subject matter expert, Kira Turner, how the CRA defines a gift. A gift is a recognition of a personal event or a milestone in an employee's life. For example, the employee gets married, the employee has a birthday, the employee retires, the employee um, gives birth to or adopts a child. Um, Or a gift is a a recognition of a significant public holiday where gift giving is traditional, like say Christmas, but probably not the civic holiday, you know. Okay, so there actually have to be some kind of an occasion for it to count as a gift. Within the parameters of the policy that we'll be discussing in a few minutes, yes. For the purposes of of CRA's policy, an employer-provided gift would need to meet the definitions, the definition of gift for it to be possibly not taxable. Okay. There's also an important distinction between an award and a reward. Um, could you sort of talk a little bit about that? How do we define each one? What are the differences between the two? And, and why is there, why do we make a distinction between them? We make a distinction between them because the CRA does not wish to um, allow for disguised remuneration. A, an award, which may be not taxable under our policy in certain situations, is a recognition of an employment-related accomplishment um, or, co- or a contribution to the, to the overall well-being of the workplace. It's not a recognition for performance. A reward is a recognition for performance or an incentive is a reward. You know, if you mm-hmm. meet your production targets, if you exceed your production target by 30%, you'll get this. If you exceed your production target by 50%, you'll get that. Or if you complete this project ahead of schedule, um, you get a TV. You know, those are rewards for performance. Mm -hmm. And CRA's view is that anything you are given to reward your performance is part of your pay, whether it's a cash bonus or whether it's a television. Nobody disputes the fact that a cash bonus is something that the employee has to pay tax on. So you can't choose not to give that cash bonus and give a TV instead and avoid the taxability by calling it an award. Okay. Essentially, the way, the way I always like to put it is employers hire employees expecting that they're going to perform well in their position. They don't look at the array of candidates and say, boy, I bet you he's going to be mediocre and pick him. Mm-hmm. They pick the person they think is going to do the best. Anything they pay them for doing well is just part of their regular salary and wages. And so a, a, a valid award is something like an award of excellence. So something where, you know, the employee has made an outstanding contribution to the workplace. They, and and a, um, an award of excellence would be some a valid award under our policy. And this is the only situation in which performance may play a role is where there's you know clearly defined criteria. There's a nomination process, um, you know, evaluation process, and then one mm-hmm. 
of the you know the best of the best of the best is picked. Okay. It's not a situation where I, where an employee who who achieves um, you know an employee who demonstrates behavior A receives reward B, mm-hmm. or you know the nomination is merely a formality where if you're nominated you're going to get something. Okay, it, it's not something like that. Um, a valid award can be recognition for something like say. Um, organizing the employees, the uh, if they, your employer has a workplace charitable campaign, something like the United Way, you know, an employee who takes time away from their duties and, and takes on that task as well um, could, could be recognized and that could be considered a valid award. An employee who um, comes up with a, a particularly innovative idea just on their own and suggests it to to the appropriate area in the area, you know, studies it and says, you know something, this is a good idea and implements it. Mm-hmm. That could be a valid reason for an award, but not okay. just, you know, you did well in your job or even, you know, you, you cover, you trained a new employee, good job, here's, a, here's an award. No, mm-hmm. that's something that's expected in your, in your normal workplace that you okay. would, that you would mentor new employees, that you might cover for an employee who's on vacation or who's away sick, or you might cover for your manager when your manager's on vacation. All of these are just part of your work. And anything you're given for just doing your job is salary. Okay. It's also important to understand the definition of a cash versus a non-cash gift or award. Um, Could you touch a little bit on those uh, concepts and uh, how do we differentiate between the two? Well, cash is pretty much what it sounds like, right? So that's your currency, checks, um, negotiable instrument, uh, you know, that you can, it, it's cash. And so that's fairly straightforward. Non-cash is anything else. However, within the gifts and awards policy, we have a concept and that is near cash. Okay. Near cash items are things like a gift card. A gift card isn't actually cash, um, but it behaves like cash. You spend it in a store or a mall. There are some malls that, you know, you can get a gift card to the entire mall, acceptable in any store within the mall, mm-hmm. or some gift cards are good at multiple um, stores in that are, say, associated with each other, like, I don't know, HomeSense in the Bay, uh, you know, to put a Canadian business perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a near cash item is something that functions or behaves as cash or which can easily be converted to cash. In some of our, our older documentation, we mentioned things like, you know, gold bars or sil- silver ingots because these are common items that are given by employees to employer, uh, by employers to employees. Okay. And how would uh, something like a voucher play into that? Would that count as near cash as well? We consider a voucher to be somewhat different from a gift certificate. And so a gift certificate is near cash. It functions and it behaves as cash. A voucher is something, is essentially a token that the employee can use to exchange for a very specific item. Okay. So an example, the, the example I always use where a voucher is concerned is like, so for, for ease of administration or for, for various reasons. An employer might decide it's easier to make an arrangement with a particular retailer that my employees are gonna come in and exchange this token for this item, rather than the employer buying a number of those items, transporting them all to the office, and then handing them out at the office. Um, so a situation where this, and the situation, uh, the example I always use is a turkey voucher. An employer may, you know, as a Christmas gift to employees, 
give them give employees a voucher to redeem at a grocery store for a turkey this makes much business sense because you know not all employees necessarily have the 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 um, ability to accommodate 300 frozen turkeys in the office so the employee gets this token goes to the appointed grocery store and says here's my token i'm taking my turkey you know that sounds like sort of one of the important factors there when we differentiate between um, something that may be, you know, that does count as taxable versus something that may not be taxable is that um, an important factor would be the element of choice for for an employee. It, is that something that is important to consider? Yes. Um, very often, again, it comes back down to, you know, some traditional concepts about the intent of gift giving. or And it's usually, usually what you give is not the choice of the recipient. Mm-hmm. You know, you're you the employer are choosing to recognize and acknowledge an employee in a particular way and you're doing so by by offering a gift. And it's traditionally the gift giver's choice as to what is given. Um, if it's simply a matter of the employee opening up a catalog and pointing to this, I want this, mm-hmm. how is that different than simply giving the employee the cash to go and buy that? Okay. So that's why there's a difference then between um, something like a voucher for a turkey and a gift card where, you know, the employee could just go out and, and buy whatever, and buy whatever they, they, want. they want. Exactly. I mean, a voucher does not function as cash. You know, turkeys are not currency mm-hmm. in Canada. So, <laughs> you know, it's basically just the employer, it, it's just kind of symbolically giving a turkey that the employee has to go and pick up somewhere else, mm-hmm. as opposed to giving the employee um, a gift card to a grocery store where they can go and buy whatever groceries they want. After the break, we'll take a close look at how the concepts we've just defined fit within the CRA's gifts and awards policy. Stay with us. The CRA's Twitter account provides information about the programs and services we provide. Our tweets cover topics that may be of interest to businesses and tax professionals. We use Twitter as an alternative method of sharing content posted on our website and interacting with our stakeholders. Follow us today at CanRev Agency. CRA Engage is an online engagement tool created to help Canadians provide feedback on various Canada Revenue Agency programs, policies and initiatives. Your feedback is important to us and will help us make decisions that are informed and reflective of your needs and concerns. Have your say and join the conversation at cra-engage-arc.ca. A gift or award that you give an employee is a taxable benefit from employment, whether it is cash, near cash, or non-cash. However, the CRA has an administrative policy that exempts non-cash gifts and awards in some cases. I ask Kira to help us understand what factors we need to consider when making this determination. So CRA's gifts and awards policy allows an employer to give um, tax-free an unlimited number of gifts and awards in a year with a combined maximum value of $500. Um, If 
the value of valid gifts and awards under our policy exceeds $500, then that $500 is an exemption. So if the employee receives $800 worth of valid gifts and awards under our policy, then you take $800, subtract the $500 exemption, and $300 has to be included in income. And I keep saying valid gifts and awards under our policy. Mm -hmm. It has to meet those definitions we just spoke of. A gift has to be a recognition of a personal event or a milestone or a public or religious holiday where gift giving is traditional. Mm -hmm. It can't be, you know, good job, here's a gift. Okay. And uh, it has to be non-cash. It cannot be cash or near cash. It must be a non-cash item. So no, there is no exemption for a near cash item for a cash item, even if it is a Christmas present. Mm -hmm. So it meets one criteria. It meets the definition of gift, but because it's cash or near cash, it doesn't meet that. It has to be the right thing given for the right reason. Okay. So either the right thing given for the wrong reason or the wrong thing given for the right reason is taxable. Okay. And what about when we, when we talk about the, the fair market value of a gift or award, um, is there anything important that employers should know there? Well, as we've mentioned in previous podcasts on taxable benefits, um, the fair market value is the highest price that can be obtained in an open market between two parties dealing at arm's length. So, you know, Often the amount the employer pays, if the employer has to, you know, deal at arm's length with a supplier, that could be a good indication of what the fair market value is. Although sometimes employers can obtain a discount by buying in bulk. Becomes, um, it's even not even particularly more complicated when the employer is providing their own good or service. Because if the employer is in the business of providing goods or services to, mm -hmm. as part of their business, well, then they know how much they charge in the open market for that good or service and how much people pay. So, you know, it's it's not terribly difficult to determine fair market value for non-cash items. Okay. There are a lot of separate policies um, when it comes to sort of different different types of awards that, uh, that employees may receive. One I wanted to ask you about was uh, when it comes to long service awards, could you explain sort of what the CRA's policy is on, on those types of awards? Certainly. Now, um, several years ago, the long services, long service awards were just part of the larger gifts and awards policy. But in for the 2010 tax year and subsequent, it was broken out to ha have its own policy. So the long service awards policy allows an employer to recognize an employee's service to the company um, on a as long as that service is for a minimum of five years, and it's been a minimum of five years since the employee has last received a long service award. And what the employer can give is a non-cash uh, long service award valued at a maximum of $500 without incurring taxability. Much like the gifts and awards policy, this is an exemption. So if the employee, if the employer gives a $1,500 award, you take that $1,500 and subtract the $500 exemption from it, and then you would include $1,000 in income. Okay. And as far as the five years, you know, you can't start at three, right? You can't say, you've given me three years service, here's an award. That award mm -hmm. would be taxable. Okay. Um, but, and, but you don't have to start at five. You could do seven, 12. You might, some employers might not start giving awards until year 15 or year 20 or year 25, you know, uh, 
there's no hard and fast rules. It's just that it must be a minimum of five years since the employee last received an award, and it cannot be a reward for uh, an award for service of less than five years. Thanks for listening to the CRA's Payroll Podcast. Today's episode was the final installment in our series on taxable benefits. If you have any questions about the show, if you'd like to provide feedback or request a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at cra-arc.gc.ca. We'd love to hear from you.